It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast. Money, politics, and video games are most likely to cause arguments at the dinner table. That's for most people, though. And here on Canada, we have very specific arguments at our dinner tables. Yeah, we have some sensitive topics here. If you're not a farmer and you head to the ranch for the backyard barbecue, don't say the straw looks good if it's hay that they're growing. Straw versus hay argument never ends well. And you always have that discussion with your kids, right? Dad, can I go to Bayfield? You know how I feel about drugs, son. Dad, what will become of the memorial arena? Son, that's too sensitive of a topic to discuss. Will we lose our ice like Bayfield? Get out. Talk about identity politics. Mom, I know Dublin's in Huron County, but I think I identify as somebody from Perth County. (gasps) We love you no matter what. Wait, Perth County? You know what the Bible says about people from Perth (laughs) County? Yeah. I'm calling the pasta. A lot of sensitive topics. Companies are realizing that honesty sells. Like the cereal that's called Poop Like a Champion. Lots of fiber, you're going to poop like a champ. Straight up. A lot of people don't know Tim Hortons. They've been mulling over changing their name. They wanted to change their name to Cheaper McDonald's. Oh, They're yeah. the poor man's McDonald's. Yeah, or Pizza Pockets should be called Hotter Cold Pizza Folds. Honesty in advertising. Yeah. KFC used to stand for Kentucky Fried Colonic, which is what it would give you. Oh. But they decided chicken was more palatable. Right. Lay's chips should be called flavored air with a few crusty potatoes. Yeah, seriously, it's, right? more, it's more air than chip. Premier Doug Ford, actually, he used to go by the name My Hash Dealer, but he decided Doug Ford would be better for politics. Wikipedia, copy-paste center. Energy prices could be getting more pricey for seasonal cottagers. Up to 129% increase in your hydro bill. Going to make that cottage a little less affordable, but with a couple lifestyle changes, you can make it work. You'll have to buy the Heinz beans instead of the bush beans. Things like that. Instead of buying wood, you can burn those old books and board games you haven't played since 1992. Mousetrap. You haven't played that in decades. True, and your Fifty Shades of Grey and Dan Brown books, they haven't aged well either. No, so burn those. That giant flamingo inflatable. You'll have to settle for the less popular Kathleen Wynn inflatable. Yeah, those are on sale now. They're paying you to take these. It's on clearance. Yeah. Instead of buying nice incense, you'll have to buy incense from the discount rack, like Tractor, Kidney Beans, and Clinton. You might have to rent that shed on Lucknow Line instead of the beachfront cabin. I know that shed. Just not the same. Instead of hot dogs, you can catch raccoons, roast them over a dumpster just like they do in Eggmanville. There you go. And likewise, change the name of s'mores to no mores. Sorry kids, we have a limit of one. You only get one, kids. We're on a budget. Some Kraft Heinz baby food has been recalled due to the possibility of insects. Insects. (laughs) Someone found bugs in the food? Someone found some insect legs or something in the food. Who cares? The Canadian Food Inspection Agency's recalled Canada's turkey stew. That's a baby food? Turkey stew? Like a pureed mush. Like, who would care if there's a cricket leg in there? What's the difference? Oh, man. It's just a mesh of blah. Cat food anyway, We've basically. all had picnics at the beach, right? You get a couple ants in your food. It's not a big deal. And who's to say this bug wasn't on the high chair or something and just hopped into the stew? Yeah, well, we know how dirty babies are. I know. The bug could have just hopped onto the baby. I mean, we've all eaten worse things. It's bugs. It's bugs. I mean, I thought cricket flour was the next big superfood anyway. That is kind of a big thing now. There are cricket yeah. farms where they're harvesting flour made from crickets that you can use to bake your whole wheat bread or your Irish soda bread or something. Back in my day, we just picked the flies out of the soup. Who cares? I mean, I've, I've eaten worse things. I've been at Taco Bell, so it's not that bad. Yeah. It's just some ants. <laughs> A 
massive barbecue is planned outside of a vegan's home after she complained about meat smell of her neighbor. She took this to the Supreme Court. Barbecuing meat and smoking things and disgusted by the smell of burning meat. Okay, so she's vegan. No problem. That's fine. We got no problem with the vegan. But you move to a neighborhood where people next door may own a barbecue and may cook meat on said barbecue. You don't take them to court, man. In an attempt to maliciously comply, start an event where thousands are going to come. Bring their barbecues, surround the house, and cook meat. Kind of like doing the same thing back. If I were to move to Belgrave area, yeah, and I move next door to a farm, and then I take my next door farmer to court because his property smells like manure, and I hate the smell of manure. Right. No one really likes the smell of manure, yeah. but that's the smell of money. That's the smell of their job. But then would the farmer be an a-hole for calling all his farmer buddies and saying, hey, bring all your manure to my property. <laughs> Let's have a manure party. Totally wow. with the farmer on this one. A dump manure right in their front yard. All this barbecue and manure talks <laughs> making me hungry. It's fall fair season and there is an event going on at the Essex Fall Fair. Well, this has actually already happened. There's a video that has gone viral amongst animal lovers of pigeon rolling. They use these roller pigeons, they call them, or parlor tumblers the official name. They're the bowling balls of the avian world, apparently. Yeah, that's what everybody calls them. And a bunch of kids sign up for this event, and they're supposed to just set the pigeon down, and the pigeon does this natural roll, and whichever pigeon rolls the furthest wins the prize. But the kids get greedy, and they toss the pigeon. They, like, bowling ball roll the pigeons. Well, I was looking at the video, yeah, and it looks like they're kind of throwing the pigeons to get a little extra ground. So not maybe, cool, man. Maybe not the coolest thing to do to a bird. Organizers say... The pigeons love it. They love doing this. Oh, the pigeons love getting tossed. <laughs> they love getting rolling. They, oh, the pigeons just talk all day long about well, their love of being tossed. They said that they like rolling kind of like a dog likes to play. This is their version of playing. Right. I, I don't know if that's the case or not, because how could you possibly know? Is a pigeon smiling? Not really. A lot of people saying that this should stop. I used to go to the Belgrave Fair. I grew up in Belgrave. And you told me about what they used to do at the Belgrave Fair, and this would not stand in 2019. No, Eventually, they got rid of it, and I don't know if it was for humane reasons. I'm assuming that was the reason. <laughs> they didn't want to get sued, but you did this growing up. You did one of those old-timey things that we hear about. You see it in those movies that take place in, like, the 30s and 40s. They used to do this, and you're just like, damn. They'd bring a baby pig, grease it all up, and then there'd be this pen. And you'd go in there, and you'd have to jump on the pig and capture the pig, whoever could capture the pig got the prize. You had to catch the greased up pig. I know, and it was it was the grossest thing to do. And I, I remember just doing it because I thought it would be fun and hating it because I had to jump on this pig. And then I got this grease all over me. It was, it was gross. But You're upset. The pig's upset. The pig's squealing. And I'm like, oh, I can't jump on this pig. The, the, the pig clearly seemed upset. So eventually they did away with this event. <laughs> Probably worse than the pigeon rolling. You said they would... Grease the pig up with lard? Yeah. That is sadistic. Bacon grease. That is messed up. <laughs> I know it was. That is messed up. But it, it turned out okay. That pig ended up running for council in Ashfield, Colburn, Wawinosh. There you go. So it's a happy ending to the story. Well, instead of the grease pig and rolling pigeons, we should stick to putting a DJ behind a cage and make him fall into cold water. That's what I did at the Bayfield yeah. Fair. There you go. It was the dunk tank. I was cold. Woman, we were chatting about, she had kidney stones, ended up giving birth to triplets. Oh, but did she actually have kidney stones? No, no, they were no. they were triplets. She thought she had kidney stones, but those kidney stones were 
people that are born now. Can you imagine going from, oh, I think I got kidney stones to having three human beings you have to care for? Holy smoke, what a shocker. Sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) It sounds like your life a little bit. It's like, no, you don't have kidney stones. You've got three human beings coming out of you right now. She had the triplets within four minutes. Each weighed four pounds, too. They weren't even that tiny. Good Lord. Yeah. Nothing could be worse. So she didn't have time to even think about anything, except she seems to have put a lot of thought into the, the names. She had names. Blaze. Gypsy and Nikki are the triplets. Gypsy is kind of a racist term. You're not supposed to say that yeah, word. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, Blaze. Blaze, Gypsy, and what was the third one? Nikki. <laughs> third one got a semi. But Nikki's supposed she, to be short for like Nicole. She ran out of names, interesting names, I guess. I don't know. I can't think of another interesting name. Let's call her Nikki. Did she spell Nikki with an I with like a heart? As the dot on D- the I. Double K's with an I at the end, not a Y. I shouldn't be... Uh, there. Was it an I or it a is. Y? It was an, an I. I, I was yeah. kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's like those millennial names. It's like Ashleetend. Oh, I know. And they're all spelled... And there's like three G's and two Y's and a yeah. U in there somewhere. Griffin with like five F's. Those kind of names. Look at you and I criticizing names. <laughs> we come from... Your family has nine kids all with M names. And I named my son Ocean. You named your son Ocean. So I probably shouldn't be making fun of these names. Got another one named Kai, like Cobra Kai from the Karate Kid. Yeah, man. And then in my family, it's Shaddy, <laughs> Fatty, and we Sam. So we are in no position to criticize. We're a couple hypocrites. We're a couple big <laughs> hypocrites. Avocados have been blamed for preventing millennials from buying homes. Because avocados are so expensive. Yeah, now they're being blamed for causing avocado hand. And this is basically when people cut themselves while cutting open avocados. 24 people a day go to an eMERGE for this reason. Almost 9,000 emergency room visits last year. What happened, Mr. Hussey? I was cutting my avocado. Yeah, you're the fourth one today. All your kids came in. Is it that difficult? Really, you just uh, how do you cut an avocado? It's, just, the, it's the pit. The pit's the tough one because you're trying to like stab the pit. Yeah. And, and that's what causes you to drive the knife through the avocado and into said hand, causing avocado hand. Yeah, I think it's the struggle sometimes to remove the pit. That's what does it for me. I always got to be careful there. Now, there's a certain demographic of people getting avocado hand. We bring this up because I feel like this could greatly affect people in Huron County. Well, 70% of the injuries, first of all, were women. And, and when race was reported, 80% white people. couple of white people in Huron County. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one or two. They don't know how to do the avocado thing. Apparently, whiteies can't do the avocado. No. So, so let a darkie like me, let a brownie like me <laughs> do the avocado. Hey, I'll even season your food for you. Yeah, no kidding. How about that? Yeah. A little cayenne on there, spice things up for you. Poultry owners are advised to wash your hands thoroughly after handling birds and to not kiss your backyard poultry. I know people with backyard chickens. They can't kiss them. They're cute sometimes. They're cute. Not even a peck on the cheek, fatty. Get salmonella. 235 cases in the States just last month. Only 235, though. There's like 350 million Americans. 235 seems low. Yeah, that's quite a few people getting salmonella. Fair enough. There's still people, those 235. Barely. (laughs) 
because they're cuddling chickens. If you can't make out with chickens, can you like kiss cows? I, there was a CDC warning last month about that. Can't Don't, kiss cows? No, because that was an internet trend going around. Cow kissing. People were kissing cows for yeah. me. I was kidding. And but. they were saying, well, no, the warning was more oh. cow might start charging at you. City people were jumping fences in the country and getting pictures with cows. <laughs> and those cows had babies and they were charging. Yeah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. So just make out with your sheep. Probably some people in your life. Right. That you could cuddle with instead of chickens and cows. Yeah, but people have needs. Cows are just like, give them some hay and some water. They're good. Yeah. Cuddle up with you watching some Netflix. Easier. Watch Planet Earth or something. People are vandalizing the carbon stickers put on gas pumps now. Premier Doug Ford, yeah. he was mad. So mad about the carbon tax introduced by the federal government. So he had these stickers put on gas pumps all across Ontario saying, carbon tax bad, cost money, Ford angry. So people are putting stickers over top of those stickers. And the sticker is a picture of Doug Ford. And it says, I'll give you buck a beer to forget about climate change. I like your Doug Ford impression. Rather than having to read more literature, literature at the gas pump, I'd rather hear his voice over the gas station PA. Friends, the federal carbon tax will cost you 11.1 cents a liter. <gasps> Please donate to the Doug Ford Hair Gel Fund. I'm running low. <sighs> Find out more about taxes on gas at Ontario.ca slash carbon tax. Wasn't Kathleen Wynne bad? Remember her? <sighs> The freshman 15, that weight you gain between now and Thanksgiving. It's a real thing, according to a new study. As if we needed a study to prove this. We've all seen our kids come back from school and they look a little chunkier. Just a little chunkier. You never mention it to them like, whoa, wow, you you look chunky. You, you kind of say things like, oh, so I see you're eating well. So you don't want to shame them. Do they serve a lot of pasta at college? Yeah, yeah. Are you drinking a little bit, son? A lot of ravioli. <laughs> Have you been eating the Chef Boyardee? You look like you've been eating the Chef Boyardee. I used to always notice this because our commencement at F.E. Medill used to be Thanksgiving weekend. So you'd come back and get your diploma. People getting up on stage and they looked a little bit different. That's the reason the robes are big. Which is okay. I mean, your body goes into complete shock. Your whole life, you've been eating mom and dad's food, which is typically good home-cooked stuff for you, a lot of people. You didn't eat Lebanese, man. It is not good no, for you. But then you go to school and you're eating the fast food and you're drinking perhaps and you're just eating different. Your body goes into shock. Put on that 15 pounds. You said this affects men more than women. Men more than women. Replacing the good stuff with, you know, fried chicken and beer and donuts. Also, the unlimited uh, cafeteria plan doesn't help. You can just go there and pick up food anytime. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're a mad hussy. You were bragging off Mike. Well, I wasn't bragging. I was just saying it was the opposite for me. I lost 15 pounds because I went to music theater school. <laughs> and there was dance classes. And I was telling you those jetes burn a lot of calories. It's a ballet move. And, and they're like, I, what's a jeté? I asked you to demonstrate what a jeté was. Yes, I took ballet and you snickered. There's no shame in doing ballet. No, there's no shame in ballet at all. No, no, it was, no. It was fun. It was like yoga almost. And you got great legs for the tutu. That's right. And you lost 15 pounds. So the freshman 15 apparently doesn't apply to the hussies. Not, well, not me in particular, but it, it happens. Humble brag.
No, well, I mean, it was it was an active course, but a lot of people are sitting on a computer doing less exercise when you're in school. That's typical. Yeah, like, so if you got a kid who's in college right now and you notice they're maybe they're a little prone to putting on weight, the hussy factor, do some jetes. <laughs> Do some, do some dancing or some movement. Take theater arts. My saying. freshman 15 happened actually when I started this job. I'd never had a job that I sat in front of a computer before. And did, remember how fast I put on weight? Yeah, you were huge. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. People it, are like, which one's the fatty? Is it you or is it the one named fatty? I put on 15 pounds in a couple months. You look great now, by the way. Thank you. I'm back to the ballet. I was talking to myself. It's always good to encourage kids to read. You know what doesn't encourage kids to read? Taking books out of libraries, which is what they've done at a Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee. The Harry Potter books. Harry Potter. Harry Potter's so good, though. The pastor of the school, he says these books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true. He says they're a clever deception because all magic is evil. The curses <laughs> curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells. Uh, I think Jesus was pretty magical, did some pretty magical things. I want to try one of them and see if these spells actually do work because I hope he's right. Conjunctivitis. It's a spell. It's supposed to give you pink eye. It didn't work. It didn't. It, it might be working on me right now. I don't see any pink for me. I got some red eyes. I might be tired though, but it might be pink eye. I'll let, I'll visit my doctor and he'll tell you if that spell worked in a couple days or so. They have to take some samples and send them to the lab. I hope it works. Yeah. Now, you know what? Those movies weren't really realistic because those, those kids never joined like a metal band when they were 13. No. None of them ever practiced guitar or like send creepy text messages to girls in their class. It's just all honest. They're not real kids. And Voldemort, the bad guy, super unrealistic. He was like the strongest magician in the world, tried to take over a high school and failed. Wow, yeah. High school should be the easiest. You just offer kids some free vodka and they'll do whatever you want. And by this logic, it's a slippery slope. You might as well ban Winnie the Pooh because he's not wearing pants. Stuffed animals can't talk. That's some kind of weird magic there. That is some weird, that's some Potter-esque magic. Yeah. Study of family eating habits found 90% of families have disputes at the family mealtime. Most of those involving politics, money, or video games, that's for the average family. In Huron County, there are some very specific arguments people are having. Things like kids saying, when I grow up, I want to buy a Kubota. Get out. Our family only buys John Deere. That only means- John Deere in this household. Sensitive topic. Dad, can I go to Clinton? You know how I feel about gambling, son. <laughs> and then, then there's that argument about whether stone picking is exercise or child abuse. Well, call CAS if you see a child picking stones. A sure sign that fall is on the way. I was doing my grocery store run yesterday and the Halloween display was up already. Do you want us to put on 50 pounds? What's your reason there? Candy's on sale all year round. Halloween candy's a little different. You can justify buying that box several times before the kids get to it, thinking to yourself, oh, it's just a little candy bar. Oh, it's just a little candy bar. And you say that about 10 times a day. And before you know it, your trash bin in your kitchen is just filled with the tiny little candy bar wrappers. And then you realize how many you actually ate and then you realize oh i don't fit in my pants anymore oh it's just a little candy bar it's nice to have the option though you can go buy a box of candy right now put it in the closet forget about it then when halloween rolls around hey i got my box of candy or you can do what you do every single year which is you buy the box of candy two weeks before you Mm -hmm. eat through you eat through it and then two days before halloween you buy the new box you halfway eat through that yeah and then you have to buy a whole new fresh box and then you don't get as many kids 
as normal because it rained on Halloween. So then you eat all that candy anyways. Or you do what Fatty did last year. Just lock the door and go upstairs and eat all the candy. Just shut the light off, eat the candy, <laughs> go upstairs and watch some oranges, the new black on Netflix or Stranger Things. That's Halloween themed. Country music star Dirks Bentley, he's been fined $139.50. And 50 cents. 50 cents. I'm sure he can afford that 50 cents. He's a pretty big star. He was fishing without a license after Colorado concert goers reported him to state officials. So he's up there on stage at this music festival with Luke Bryan. The hunting, fishing, loving every day guy. Yeah, yeah. They're up there talking about you know, this brown trout that they caught and they were out fishing, you know, in between gigs or something. And some permit patty in the crowd was like, <laughs> I wonder if he had a permit when he was fishing. I don't believe him. And they literally called the state on him and they find him. Can you imagine one second you're like, I love you, Dirks, I love you, Dirks. Wait, does he have a fishing license? Does he have a permit? I'm going to call somebody. I smell cannabis. Did you buy that from the province of Ontario? Let me see your tariff certificate. There's one in every crowd. I change my underwear every day. Do you do this? Not every day. Half of us don't change our underwear daily. 45% admitted they wore the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. And a shocking 13% wore the same underwear for a week. Mainly guys. Yeah, guys are gross. But I also have a lot of confidence in my wiping ability. Oh, okay. How do you test this then? Smell thing or just look at them? Like, how do you know I can wear this for another day? You can feel it. It's intuition. You know how like moms have maternal instinct when they have the baby. They just know what to do. It's like that. I know whether the underwear is clean. I can't tell you why. It's just a natural thing. It's like a bird building a nest. That's disgusting. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. You have wipe confidence. I, have wipe I don't confidence. have to change my underwear daily. I have wipe confidence. I have wipe confidence. Hey, have you seen that guy over there? He's got, got a lot of wipe confidence. That's a thing, I guess. I should put that on my Tinder bio. Wipe confidence. I'll teach you the ways. Sometimes you feel guilty having that glass of wine because of the calories. But there's a new study out of the University of Alberta. A BS study. In short, they're basically saying a glass of red wine equals an hour at the gym. Explain. Well, there's this thing called resveratrol. Bless you. Okay. Resveratrol. A compound found in red wine works to prevent fat cells from gaining more fat. It's something that exercise naturally produces, but red wine has it right in it. So I don't, you don't believe to, it? No. I don't. So I don't. You're saying I don't have to use the crunch machine. I don't have to do like hanging crunches to get a six pack. I just got to go buy some Merlot from the LCBO. Just got to go drink. I just got to hit up Maelstrom Winery. Yeah. Pound wine. Local wine helps prevent weight gain by 70%, they're saying. Or does it help prevent the perception of weight gain because you're so trashed all the time? You don't realize you put on 30 pounds chugging wine all day long. That's probably it. It's probably that one. Probably the people doing this study are drunk. Still funnier than the gym. I I go to the gym every day, but I haven't warmed up to it at all. <laughs> it's still hard and I still hate it. <laughs> About 250 pigs have been causing a ruckus in a little Vermont town the past month on the loose. Cars unable to pass. People can't walk on the road because the pigs chase them. It's just been a big mess. Pigs have caused around $80,000 worth of damage. This would be kind of fun in a way. I almost wish this happens to our town, but minus the damage. 250 pigs. Now, here in Huron County, we experienced this to a degree. There is one pig in the town of Walton, village of Walton, Hamlet. Oh, yeah, I remember that pig that someone had there. A couple of years ago, there was a gentleman who owned a pig. <laughs> he had a pet pig in his home. 
Wasn't, yeah. wasn't on a farm. It was in a home in Walton. And the municipality said, no pigs in urban areas. Yeah. <laughs> they had a bylaw. It's like, what? Have you been to Walton? That's not an urban area. Walton's an intersection. Yeah. More or less. Surrounded by farmer's fields. And the gentleman had to get rid of the pig. Well, I don't know. I think he kept the pig. He fought for the pig. Did he keep? Did he put a wig on the pig? He's like, that's my w- dog. Yeah, yeah. Or a wife. But, it, but here's how they got the pigs corralled up. They left a trail of hot dog buns. <laughs> and it worked. They followed the hot dog buns back to their pen. Oh. So this, that's how you do it. The sweet irony. Mm, that's how my wife gets me up in the morning. She just wafts a hot, uh, dog, hot, bun hot, dog, hot dog bun under your nose. Hot dog bun under my nose. Hot dog. Uh, it works. Time to go to work, Matthew. Yeah. But do I get a sweet hot dog, Natalie? <gasps> when you're done work. I hope they were at least beef hot dogs. Nope. If there was hot dogs. Fully pork. Ugh. <laughs> 26-year-old New Jersey man broke into Taylor Swift's Rhode Island mansion. He is the third man this summer to attempt to enter her home. She's got a problem with her security. She needs to hire a new security guard. This security guard was sleeping, apparently. (laughs) He's probably listening to her music. Guy told investigators that he took off his shoes when he went inside. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. because very was, Eastern of him. They yeah. do that in Eastern culture. They take off their shoes before they go in the house. That's nice, eh? Because he was taught it was polite to remove his shoes when he went into a guest's home. He's a thoughtful break Very thoughtful. Criminal. Yeah. I guess he wasn't taught that it's impolite to break into people's homes. Usually you get invited when yeah. you try to walk into somebody's home. My kids were accusing me of taking the most selfies out of anyone in our family. Were they right? I think they are. I like to capture the moments, and sometimes I like to get myself in the moments, because usually I'm the guy taking the photos. I saw that you had gone for a run. I did. I have this app. Every time I do a run, I calculate it, and I, I like to take a picture, so I remember those running moments, because they're fun moments for me, I how think. Many, how many pictures do you take before you get the right one? Well, here's where I got caught. I posted two pictures. Looked like I just stopped real quick. My kids were looking through my phone. They counted 12 pictures of me. They're like, Dad, you're so vain. Dad, you're so weird, Dad. You're so weird. I just wanted to have the right shot. Is that so vain? To want to look good in the shot? Well, you were looking up some stats on people who take selfies. Yeah, I know. They do link it to narcissism and being a psychopath. I don't take that many selfies. And I was running in a beautiful location. And I wanted to share that with my fellow runners on my app. There you go. There was nothing wrong with that. So fellow runners, you're welcome for the photos. Matt took a lot of time picking the right ones. I did. I stopped for my 5K probably for 10 minutes. Took a nice little selfie breather. (laughs) Someone just auctioned off Barack Obama's former high school basketball jersey for $120,000. Got us thinking that there's probably some of our political figures that have things you could auction off for a lot of money. Well, we just did a quick Google search and came up with a lot of things. Like, you can buy conservative leader Andrew Scheer's sense of humor, which he gave up years ago when he entered politics. $20,000 for that thing. Wow. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's trip to India costumes. They're up for auction. How cringy were those photos <laughs> of Trudeau over in India? And his son in the photos was like, this is so lame. Oh, they're going to make fun of me so bad. I'm so going to get beat up for this. If you're a fan of Doug Ford, you can probably still buy hash from him. 15 bucks a gram, my friend. Probably still has some on hand. Those golf balls, too, that were in Joe Clark's cheeks are probably worth something. They're Titleist. They're good golf yeah. balls. For 3000 bucks, you can buy the mop that former PM Stephen Harper modeled his haircut after. It's a nice mop. <laughs> and the outfit that Kim Campbell wore while she was the prime minister is worth a lot. Lightly used. 
There's a small town named Orono. You heard of this town? Orono, yeah, yeah, yeah. Orono. It's about an hour east of Toronto, and they say they've always joked that they're Toronto without the T's. It's like Toronto, but they don't have to cross any T's. It's easy. After the city of Toronto announced they're going to be replacing their Nathan Phillips Square sign, the little town's been asking the mayor for the sign. Can we have the sign? You can keep the T's, send everything else, and we'll put this sign here in our struggling community. It could increase tourism. What a great idea. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. I feel like some of the fledgling signs in Huron County could maybe use a, a facelift. Yeah. Like, you don't want the E.T. to fall off the Ethel sign. It'll just say, like, welcome to hell. Or in St. <laughs> Joseph, if the S falls off, because it's a big S. It'll be like, ain't Joseph. Uh, I remember when we were in Ottawa, they have one of those big signs, like in Toronto. And I was like, what, what does that mean, the uh, Awato? Awato, and I'm like looking at it. Are you dyslexic? No, because if you're on the other side coming from the parliament buildings, there's this big letter that says Awato. It took me forever to realize, oh, we're on the other side of the Ottawa sign. And your wife is whispering to the kids, they're like, just let your father figure it out. Let him, he'll get it. He'll figure it out on Eventually. His own. No, no, son, <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him. Let's see how long it takes. They had an over-under. <laughs> how long will it take dad to figure out the backwards Ottawa sign? <laughs> but once we walked to the other side, it was like, Oh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it only took you 45 minutes, though. Mm -hmm. Good for you. It's a new record. So what happens when the bride tells the bridesmaids, wear anything? Well, this bridesmaid, the music starts, everyone's coming down the aisle, and she comes walking down in one of those T-Rex costumes. Yes, this is my nice. kind of gal. It's funny, but you would definitely have to know the bride and groom to pull something like this off because, I don't know, bride and grooms don't like that when you upstage them at their own wedding. They loved it. So obviously they know each other well. T-Rex outfit's kind of a tough one, right? Because you want the only dinosaurs there to be the parents of the bride and groom. That's true. Optimists live longer than pessimists, according to a new study, up to 15% longer. That makes sense. Part of the reason here is optimistic people tend to eat better, exercise, and manage stress more effectively. <laughs> so, I mean, those are all factors. The more optimistic you are, maybe the less stress you have. Stress is the big killer, isn't it? Perhaps. What a misleading headline. Well, I mean, that's, that's all related. Science. But it's like saying women who own horses live longer. It's like, well, yeah, they own horses. They have money for health care and other things. That's maybe true. But looking on the bright side of things, like climate change is something we're all going to have to deal with at some point. It's not a happy subject, but if you're optimistic about it, hey, climate change in 40 years, we'll all have lakefront property along Lake Huron. There you go. Water levels will, will just be that high. Some of us may even have our own island. Totally. Eventually. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> the wind turbines. Sometimes people complain about them. You can complain that they look terrible at night, or you can just be thankful that you can find your way to Dungannon. Just follow the wind turbines to Dungannon. Don't even need a GPS. High tuition costs. There's a lot of kids in college right now starting their first week of college. High tuition costs, not happy on the surface, but it'll make you appreciate your education more as you seek shelter from the elements under your diploma because it's all you'll be able to afford. There you go. Just that piece of paper. There's the plus side. Maybe you have no friends. Well, you don't have any boring backyard parties to attend. You won't have to babysit your friend's kids because they just need a break from the kids for one damn night. And those clothes that fit a little snug? It means you have good food to eat. It means you have a tube top yeah. when you thought you didn't have a tube there top. There you go. In amongst all the pictures of all the kids going back to school... There was a post of my brother-in-law. He just started work at Google in California. And you hear of all the stories at Google where they have slides for the adults coming out of their office and they have a gym and free daycare. And it's all that 
the rumors say. The slides are true? There's slides coming out of people's offices. He had to wear this thing around his neck saying, I'm a noogler with his name on it. New Googler. Like something from kindergarten. First off. And he said the hardest part about his day was learning how to use the washrooms. He was in the bathroom and the toilet is futuristic. It does everything. It's got like a, a keypad right next to it. And so you can adjust how it flushes and and it's got a bidet built right into the toilets as well. Bidet splashes water on your bunghole. And you get, yeah, it clean, cleans you up good and you can choose what kind of fountain head you want to clean your bottom. You can choose what fountain head washes your bottom. You can choose the temperature of the water that you want to wash your bottom. Lukewarm. And then it's got a dryer built into it too. The toilet has like air circulation and it'll dry. It dries you up too. Your bum after you go. So no bad smelling coworkers, I guess, at Google. I hope not. There's yeah. no, there, at least there's no excuse. Yeah. I want one of these. I want one of these. I want one of these in the town of Godrich. I want those public bathrooms on Kingston Street near Fanshawe College. I want those replaced with the futuristic toilets. I don't care if they cost $500,000. Yeah. Sell the old Memorial Arena. Make it work. Do something. Yeah, we, my tax dollars, I want the futuristic toilets. We want the future toilets. But you know there'd be a lineup for the future toilets. That's true. It's like there's some museum in New York. They have a uh, solid gold toilet. It is kind of an art exhibit to say like even rich people and poor people all alike can go to the bathroom in this golden toilet. That's why it's there. It's art. Yeah. So my brother-in-law, he didn't know how to use the toilet. And I said, well, Google it. Duh. I want that toilet sitting in a normal toilet like a commoner. I know. Flushing with water. Looks like Jesus sightings have given way to Freddie Mercury sightings. Over in England, a 47-year-old, he was preparing a delicious pork chop on his barbecue. He looked down. Freddie Mercury's face was staring back at him. Showed up in his pork chop. Whoa. Saw Kenny Rogers once in my steak. Not sure which Kenny Rogers face it was because he's had a lot of different faces. Could have been anybody, really. I saw conservative leader Andrew Scheer in my vanilla yogurt. It was just so plain. I thought it was the leader of the conservative party. Well, I saw Dolly Parton in my two scoops of ice cream. Oh, yeah. They were big scoops. I saw Taylor Swift having a pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks, or it could have been another basic girl. I can't remember. Scientists say Loch Ness Monster may be giant eels. That's less terrifying than a giant monster? It's not, actually. I'd feel more comfortable if a dinosaur's in there. Oh, that was one of those things way back. I bought a conspiracy <laughs> theory book when I was in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. It had the Loch Ness Monster in it. It had Bigfoot in it. UFOs were in there, of course. It was so exciting to believe that these things might exist. But there's really been no good pictures of the Loch Ness. Good for tourism. Yeah, people going looking for a monster. High amount of eel DNA in the water. Couldn't decide whether it was from a giant eel or just a bunch of little ones. But either Either way. This is what I love about Lake Huron. There's no sharks. There's no eels. Stick to good old Lake Huron. Avoid Lake Erie. It's disgusting. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.